Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to this week's episode of the Spurs Show in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur. Well, what a time to be a Tottenham Hotspur fan. Tonight, we're still top of the league, top of the shop. It's been a long time since we can say that. We haven't been uh, this high, uh, this late in the I'm going to say late in the season. It's only bloody nine games in. But anyway, we haven't been this far up on the league since 1985 after nine games. And I've got three wonderful guests to talk about Tottenham, uh, the way we're playing, what we can do this season. And, and after our wonderful defensive display against Manchester City, I'm delighted to have our first guest. Over 400 games for Tottenham. Uh, league Cup winner twice, UEFA Cup winner twice. He was on the show, wonderful live show we did with him just over a year ago. Phil Bill returns. How are you, Phil? I'm fine, thank you very much, Mike. Yeah, very well, thanks. Thank, thank you so much for coming. It must be weird for you, because obviously, you know, for many years, well, for many years now, you've been uh, one of the uh, sort of excellent Tottenham legends that work at the stadium. How, how are you, you know, what are you doing now on a Saturday and Sunday? It must be even weirder for you not doing all this work that you used to do. Yeah, it, it, it is strange. Um, it's hard to get, hard, very hard to get used to it. Um, yeah. It's been obviously it's been you know um, so many months now. I forget how many months it came back to. Are we going back to? Mm. Think we're going back to March, aren't we? Yeah. January. Uh, yes. Since it all kicked off. Yeah. Uh, since uh, and I do miss it. We we keep in touch now and again with all the ex players that. That's nice. Usually usually work on a on a match day. Yeah. Um, but I, I think all of us said it'd be nice to get back to uh, to what to watch a game live. And turn up at the stadium, and um, it's a social uh, thing as well, though, Phil, isn't it? It's a social thing. You must meet all, you must miss all your old mates as well. Uh, yeah, because we, we, yeah. we have a good crack, you know. We have a good laugh, and and that's what we miss. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about the new uh, COVID rule changes, which mean we might be back at the lane soon. Secondly, uh, my second guest, long-term uh, contributor to the show, co-author of the brilliant The Ghost of White Hart Lane book, In Search of My Father, the football legend, and also on the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust Committee, Rob White returns. How are you, Rob? I'm fine, Mike. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Nice thank to hear you, you. Thank you so much for coming back on. How is the Tottenham Hotspur? Last time we saw you, you just joined the Supporters Trust Committee. Are they keeping you busy? <laughs> yeah, well, I think I picked a really good time to join, actually. I, I, I think I was elected in February and... Um, yeah, it's, it's been really strange times. Uh, yeah, it's it's sort of busy behind the scenes. There's always, like every announcement um, today, there's, you know, announcement which we'll cover later. But, um, yeah, there's always there's always something that's um, that's happening. I mean, there's always something going on at Spurs anyway. But um, mm. in a way, this, this um, yeah, it's just made it even more curious. But there we are. Yeah. And uh, finally... Uh, a, a wonderful guest. He did a wonderful live show with us a couple of years ago. Eminent author and columnist. His books have covered everyone from the Beatles to Paul Gascoigne, from Ozzy Flotty and Snotty to John Prescott, and arguably still the greatest book on a top flight football team, 1972's The Glory Game. Hunter Davis returns. How are you, Hunter? Starring Phil Beale. <laughs> Starring Phil Beale, absolutely. Yeah, well, we'll, come, we'll come to that later. We'll cut to that later, Hunter, because I know a lot of players weren't very happy at the time when you showed up with your pen and paper. And I'm sure we'll discuss that later. How are you yeah, getting up a lot? Yeah, I think we should, Hunter, because he used to creep around us all the time. Stories. <laughs> 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 and how are you coping with lockdown, Hunter? How are you coping with lockdown? I'm still, I, I, do, uh, I do four columns. Yeah. I've got two books on the go. Oh, so I'm still be. fully work. And at the age of 84, I've got a young girlfriend. My wife died four years ago. I know, yeah. And I've got a young girlfriend, age 72. The bad wow. news is she's a gunner. She's a oh, gunner. Really? Yeah. So I'm you enjoying... Have, where are Arsenal at the moment? Are they in Division 2 or Division 1? You never hear about them, do you? <laughs> well, you could be having some arguments with her in a couple of weeks because we've got the Woolwich... Uh, soon, haven't we? Well, look, gentlemen, there's so much to cover uh, tonight. Uh, obviously, uh, the incredible, I thought, wonderful performance uh, against Manchester City. And then we've got Ludogrets uh, on Thursday night in the Europa League at the Lane. And then a massive game uh, on Sunday, uh, Chelsea away first versus third. And we are the team that are first. Uh, Phil, let's start with you. Um, Tottenham have always played a certain way. Uh, when Jose Mourinho came in, and I know a lot of fans were very worried about how, you know, what the football is going to be like under Jose. We were very cavalier early early on. We were, we were leaking loads and loads of goals. And last season against Manchester City, where it was the same result, but even though we beat them last season 2-0, we kind of felt like we were hanging on for dear life. But at the weekend, I thought we put in a defensive masterclass. Would you agree with that, Phil? Yeah, I think... Um... Your team always stems from the back. If you've got a good defence, then uh, that, that helps out tremendously. And mm. I thought on Sunday against Manchester City, I thought we really defended well. Um, players were putting themselves in. getting didn't, They didn't mind getting hurt. They were blocking shots. Um, I thought they defended as a unit and as a team. And there was no one, I don't think, let the team down at all in, uh, as far as I was concerned with the defenders. I thought they, they played really well. 
Um, a little, little bit, little bit uh, worried to start off with because I thought Manchester City had a lot of the ball, but um, I think um, uh, that's the way um, Mourinho wants to play. And um, I thought uh, the organisation of, of the team was was excellent, first class. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Hunter. It feels like Jose has instilled some real belief in some of these players, players that were very good under Pochettino, but certain players, including Harry Kane, seem to have gone up to even even at a higher level, haven't they? Uh, I don't think Harry did so well on the last game. He was uh, playing an auxiliary centre-forward, wasn't he? He wasn't actually doing a huge amount. I'm not... I I didn't really like Jose coming. Jose's a loser. He's been sacked four times, and I hated the way he was horrible to that doctor at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I hated all this advertising he's doing for gambling and Heineken. A manager getting 15 million a year should not be doing television commercials. He should be concentrating on the team. But, but, and they were so defensive early doors, all that square passing, going sideways and backwards. God, I screaming all the time. But I'm beginning to think I'm wrong. I am stupid. Josie knows what he's doing. I don't believe, I'm not taken in by all the quotes from the players saying the atmosphere is fantastic. We all love Josie. Kissy, kissy. He's doing a great job. The atmosphere and the dressing room, they always say that, don't they? They've got to say it, otherwise they get a bollocking. <laughs> but the results, the results show it. Although I think Spurs are riding their luck. Oh, really? I'm fearful of the rest of the season. That's interesting. Rob, I mean, I know you were kind of, when Jose came in, you weren't too sure. Where, where do you stand on him now? I, if you remember rightly, my yeah. kind of argument with Theo about mm. that, that I was all in favour of Mourinho when he when oh. he came in. I was, uh, yeah, so I'm still of the same opinion. I think he's, uh, I don't want to go over too much old ground. I think Pochettino had taken us further than he he was able to, to be honest. I think he'd done a fantastic job. But I think Mourinho just changes the ethos behind the club. Um, I disagree with what Hunter said, but, you know, that's what football's about. It's about opinion. I think I think Mourinho has, has changed us. Um, obviously, um, you know, it's changed our perception or the perception that people have of us in world football. I also think it's probably, you know, the, 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 the job of changing the mindset of Spurs fans is a very long job. Mm. Um, and... You know, people are now coming around to the fact that maybe we didn't play. I think there's a decent amount of rose-tinted glasses that go on with how much good football we played in the last five, ten years. And I, I, I for one, think um, I think he's doing a great job. I I really like it, what he's doing. That's good to hear. Uh, Phil, I mean, um, Hunter that said he didn't think how he played particularly well. I I also disagree with that. I think this, this new way of him... Coming in deep, I mean, the first goal, you watch the first goal again, quick free kick, Holbier, Kane uh, came deep, took both centre-backs with him, Son then made that run. I thought it was an exquisite goal. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, see, um, as as you just saying, both of you, I, don't, I, I just disagree with Hunter because I thought Harry Kane was brilliant on Sunday. I thought mm. his work right and uh, the ground he covers and... Um, all right, we're not used to a, a centre forward um, coming deep and picking balls up and, and uh, doing what um, Kane does. And mm. uh, you know the amount of ground he covered. And uh, you look at 
look at um, the way he's playing this season, Hunter. You look how many yeah. assists he's made. You look how many assists he's made as well for Tottenham this season. Nothing. He's still, he's and, still uh, my hero. He's, and still, he's still brilliant. And I'll tell you what, they are tremendously fit as well. I think, I think uh, Mourinho has really, you know, cracked the whip and got them really, really fit. I mean, you look at Nondembele when, when he, mm. um, when, when, when uh, Mourinho come, he soon put him into shape. And I think the more games he plays, the better he's becoming. Mm. No, absolutely, Hunter. One player that I must admit I've always kind of. Uh, torn a strip off because I think he made too many silly errors and, and cost his goals is Serge Aurier. I think Aurier probably had his best game in a Spurs yeah, shout on Sunday. He, 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 he didn't, I don't think he gave away, I mean, mate, I think he gave away one free kick. He normally gives away six free kicks in dangerous positions. And he was played very, very cleverly, I thought. Yeah, he did well for him. There was one awful mistake he made early doors, but he recovered mm. and was for him quite solid. The mark of a good manager to me is he could improve all players. Mm. And Mourinho seems to have failed with Deli Alley, who we all know two or three years ago was actually brilliant. And Bale is permanently going to get better. And yet he comes mm. on for one minute. So I'll really be a 100% Mourinho fan when he gets Bale and Deli Alley back to how we, we know and love them. I think we'd all, all like to see that. Rob, I mean, one other player I thought was brilliant was uh, Holbier uh, alongside Sissoko. Now, when I mean, at the end of last season, he was like the first player that the press went, Mourinho's after him, Mourinho's after him. And let's face it, most Spurs fans thought, really? Guy at Southampton? But he clearly saw something in him. That's the kind of player I want. And again, I thought him and Sissoko, he almost made, and, and in Dombele as well, I, I, thought, I thought he was magnificent in that position. Yeah, the green. Yeah. Everybody, he's Holbier. Is that how it's pronounced? It's Holbier, I think. Holbier. Yeah. It's funny how in football and on the back pages, every, there's a love heart. It's somebody that everybody's going potty over and romancing about. And Holbier is the taste. Last week it was Grealish. Now it's Holbier. They're <laughs> all saying, I, I, I'd missed the first half of the Man City match. I was on holiday illegally, mm. and I couldn't get a connection, so I missed the first half. But I saw the second half, and I couldn't really understand. Well, Phil Beale will tell us. I couldn't see what he was doing apart from defending and uh, getting in the way of things. I couldn't see his... There was one good pass, wasn't there, for the first goal, but I missed that. Mm. And I, I'm still, I was surprised to find everybody waving about him. Yeah. Rob, what did you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 um, I think he does. I mean, uh, he does the stuff. He does that ugly stuff that you need. Some, you know, every team needs that player. And I think the only guy that was doing it previously was Sissoko. Probably Winks tries. He's been coached to be too. Uh, well, he's he's now stuck between being offensive or defensive. Um, and and um, you know, now we've got somebody who will just do this. Uh, sort of water carrying, for want of a better word, but he does the water carrying really, really, really well. Um, yeah, so I, I think, um, and I think another thing, I think, <laughs> Hunter, I'm not going to disagree with you all evening, but I think, I, I think what, what Mourinho is doing fantastically, he's using all of his experience to make the players like Kane that we thought were, were 
fantastic players. He's making them better players. And I think what he's doing is just challenging them. And that, in any any walk of life, just gives you a bit of enthusiasm, I think. So, you know, I think that's probably going right through the team. You could look at probably, a, well, 90% of the players are playing better at the moment than they were last year. Mm. Phil, we, I mean, we, we currently sit top, Phil, and I think most Spurs fans would agree we should probably be four points ahead. We obviously dropped points at home to Newcastle and West Ham. Uh, I presume, like the rest of you, you've watched live games, match the day. I mean, obviously, we're up there with Liverpool and Chelsea and possibly Everton. Do, do you... How well do you think we can do this season? Is there anything you see in these other teams at the moment that thinks, oh no, they're still a notch above us? Or do you think we really, really have a good chance to do something this season? Well, I, I think um, this season, uh, you, this is when we've got to judge Mourinho. He's, he's, uh, he's bought what players he wanted. Yeah. He's got a squad now. Um, even he's got, a, he's got a squad now that's on the bench that uh, really um, are first-team players as well, which you've got to have You've got to have nowadays. And if you look at the top teams and their squad players, look at Chelsea, you look at Liverpool, uh, look at Manchester City, well, and us as well now, there's mm. players that are on the bench that can come in and make no difference to the team. You know, I'm, I mean that in a, in a good way. Um, it's not going to upset the team and they will fit in and then they'd be just as good coming on as the player that might have gone off or, the, or a player that's been injured. Mm. So, um, and I think with the games that we've coming up, as, as uh, the, 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 we've got the Chelsea, we've got the Liverpool, we've got Arsenal. Um, yeah. There's a Leicester. lot of games coming up apart from that as well. Mm. Um, this is when we will see um, how good we are, I think. Yeah. I think it started off with, the win against Manchester City on Sunday. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Hunter, obviously you've seen over the years many, many uh, great Tottenham sides, a lot of poor yeah. Tottenham sides as well. And I know I know a lot of a lot of teams, uh, you know, it, it comes down to winning trophies. And unfortunately, sides that don't win trophies in history are probably forgotten. Wh- where do you put this current Tottenham team alongside teams that you've seen in the past? Well, probably for the last 40 years, they are amongst the best. Mm. Because as you said earlier, we haven't been top of the league for hundreds of years. I feel at the moment, though, that Liverpool have got the best squad. Mm. I'm pretty confident we'll end up in the top four. But I can't see us, over the season, doing better than uh, Liverpool. It's true that we've got quite a a lot of good, uh, lively uh, attractive, attacking, skillful players on the bench, but they, they tend to be midfield players. We don't really have a lot of defensive cover. I mean, Aurier mm. is getting a game because otherwise it's 13-year-olds and it's, it's young lads who've <laughs> got no experience. So there's no the cover. come in, yeah. There's no cover, real cover in defence. And di- uh, Eric Dyer is playing reasonably well at the moment, but he has me screaming half the time. He's got so he, he can't really pass, except he started doing these long balls. Somebody's told him he's passing like Hoddle from one corner <laughs> to another. But it, it works now and again. But I fear for him. But at least uh, I think Mourinho's working on him and making him be more forward-looking and better. But I still, I don't know, I'm optimistic about the season. But I can't see yeah. winning the league. 
Fair enough. Rob, I mean, obviously, we touched on the defenders there. Uh, Toby Adeveld obviously got injured. It looks like a, a groin injury. Uh, the latest reports is he could be out for the rest of December. Uh, now yeah. to December. In December, we've got nine uh, mm. games, Rob, in 27 days. That, that I mean, and, and he was magnificent against Manchester City. Him and Eric Dyer, the last month or so, seemed to have really gelled. That's got to be a, a worry going forward when we play the Liverpools, the Leicesters, the Arsenals, isn't it, Rob? Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, it is. And, and funny, funny. I'm eventually going to agree with Hunter. I think that's that's going to be our weakness this year is defence or this season rather, um, because yeah, we we are defending really really well at the moment. I think we've got the best defensive record in the league. Um, but Dyer worries me. I think he's going to he's going to improve. Um, you know, I think he's. Uh, He's not naturally a centre-back, but he's, his concentration is so much better. He's one of the ones I think has gone up a level under Mourinho. Um, but, yeah, there's not... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he's like, whether you know, whether he needs that old head of Alderweireld or somebody next to him. And, and obviously, we haven't got that. So, um, yeah, I think the Chelsea game is going to be pivotal just to see yeah. what happens next. Well, let's talk about uh, the Chelsea game. And also the latest news that maybe 2,000 fans could be finally going back to the lane after this very, very quick break. Uh, as you know, uh, this season was supported by William Hill. Uh, I've got some latest odds for you for the Chelsea game. Currently, you can get 13-5 to 5 on the Tottenham win. I quite like Spurs 2-1 at 10 to 1 Spurs to come from behind to win at Stamford Bridge 12 to 1 and Ludogrets obviously were big favourites on Thursday against Ludogrets uh, I fancy a 2-0 win to Tottenham uh, you can currently get 5 to 1 on that go to williamhill.com if we haven't already downloaded the app go and check out the website and the app for all the enhanced prices in the build up to the kickoff. Uh, also, for an additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs news show, uh, now in audio and visual versions, match reports, interviews with the next players, go to patreon.com slash Spurs show. Phil, obviously, um, well, let's talk about Sunday game. Chelsea are playing now. They've got uh, an extra 48 hours rest than we have. Over the years, God, I'm not when you were playing as well. It was. It's always the one of the big games that players and fans alike look at the fixture list. When have we got Arsenal? When have we got Chelsea? It's going to be a really tough one. And and in the recent years, we don't have a great record there either, do we? No, we don't actually, Mike. No, I mean, I mean, I used to like playing at Chelsea because um, I used to like. Um, was it called? It was called the Shed one, lit behind that yes. goal in, in yeah. the days where all the naughty boys were. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to I like it in Chelsea uh, playing there. I thought the atmosphere was really good, even though they had this dog track around the um, the outside. So I can I can still remember that. But uh, Sunday's game is going to be a, a well, it will be another. It's going to it's going to be another hard game like Chelsea. Uh, another, sorry, another hard game like Manchester City. Yeah, and um, as you said. They've got a longer rest than us. Um, luckily, we're at home and they, they, they've gone away. I mean, they haven't gone far. They've gone to France. So, yeah. But um, um, it will be a difficult game. Um, I think we're going to we're, we're, we're definitely come away with something. I'm quite confident in that. And um, as we've been talking earlier on about missing 
I think we will miss Alderweireld, the way he's playing. As you said, I thought we had a great game on Sunday. Him and Dyer, um, I thought, played really well. And I think um, you've got to play together for a, for, for a number of games to get used to each other and the way each other plays. Mm. And I think the more they could play together, they can't, obviously, because Alderweireld's going to be out. Um, you do get to know each other a lot better if you're playing together. You know their weaknesses, know their strength, you know what they can do and what they can't do. I mean, I know I'm going back to my day now when I played with Mike England. Um, mm. When we played so many games together, we knew each other's play inside and out. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think, obviously, we're, we're going to lose all the bear. It'd be nice, uh, um, the new lad coming in from uh, from Swansea. Joe Rodron. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a big chance. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Obviously, he will give him, hopefully, he will give him a game on Sunday to see what he can do. And it'd yeah. be a good test for him because we're playing against one of the top teams. Yeah, huge test. Hunter, obviously, when you hear that word Chelsea, presumably, you still kind of think back to the days you were writing on the Beatles, the King's Road, yeah. uh, the swinging 60s. Chelsea then was the kind of the Playboy Club, the Actors Club, you, wasn't it? You, very, very different like to how it is now. You weren't born then. I remember <laughs> watching Phil Beale and Mike England playing Chelsea and Kerry Dixon, who I always thought was a lump, always used to play brilliantly against Spurs. And I remember such disappointment all those years ago. The thing about Chelsea today, where Mourinho has got enormous experience and enormous confidence, watching Frank Lampard's face, you know he's still... A juvenile, he's still learning. He's actually got an excellent squad, and they mm. bought some really good players. But they've been a bit liberty gibbet this season. They've played very well, and then suddenly they've done badly. The thing about Mourinho, he's been consistently <clears throat> boring, consistently defensive, and he's been consistently sensible. Hence the the, the good defensive record and the few a uh, few number of goals they've conceded. But I just worry that if Chelsea turns it on, what we haven't, you asked me earlier, what we haven't got in Spurs at the moment is a love heart. We haven't got, Harry's the nearest, of course. Harry's not a charismatic player, really, especially the way he's playing these days. Son could be, but there used to be so many players that would actually go early, like Hoddle in his prime, just to watch him putting his boots on, just to watch him... Uh, warming up, or Gaza, or is that yours or mine, or Jimmy Greaves? Mm. We haven't got a really uh, player that we all adore at the moment. Now we do. In a way, those things, those days have gone. We want functional players. We don't want uh, fancy dance. We don't want dribblers. We don't want stepovers. We want people who can be sensible and not give the ball away. And that's roughly the team at the moment apart from, say, Son, is a sensible team. Mm. Yeah, Rob, I mean, we don't, uh, as I mentioned there, we don't have a very good record there. We did win there a couple of seasons back, first time in a long time. Last season, I think, for memory, we lost, I think it was 2-0. We just didn't get going at all last season. This, I think, is, is such a test. If we can get a draw or win there, Rob, I think many, many more Spurs fans will start believing we could have a real tilt at the title this season. Yeah, I would agree with that fully, Mike. I think they're going to be a much tougher proposition than City. Um, and actually, I would 
Yeah, I, I if I was if uh, I'd hate to do it, but I'd, if if I had to put a, you know a decent bet on, I'd put a bet on Chelsea to win the league this season. Really? Uh, perhaps, yeah. I just think they've got. I think they've got a really good, solid midfield, which City obviously didn't have. And uh, Werner up front is he, he looks sensational. I think. Um, I think they've got. They got Pulisic coming back on Sunday. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're playing now. Let's hope some of them get crocked in France yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah. But still, uh, I, I think as as Hunter said, I think it's going to be a great test, and it'll be it'll be just really interesting to see. You know, we can get a measure of exactly how far we've come. But uh, I would settle for a draw at the moment. Fair enough. So, so what's you your think- predi- go on, go on, Hunter? No, I was going to say, you think Chelsea's is more chance of winning the league than Liverpool? I think as an outside bet, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, logic would say Liverpool have been there, seen it, done it. But um, I just quite, I, I think, I don't know. That's all I can say. I don't know, Hunter. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a quick prediction. Phil, what, what, give us a quick score prediction for Sunday at Chelsea, Phil. I think we're, I, would, I would be happy and pleased um, obviously, to, to get get a win, but I'd be quite happy and pleased if we come away with 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 a, with a point. Yeah, no, because I, th- I think I think Chelsea, I think Chelsea, good side. I mean, I know Rob and um, Hunter have been talking about um, about um, uh, Chelsea and about Liverpool, but at the moment, I I, I think um, Liverpool are going to be up there and uh, uh, thereabouts with with the mm. championship. You know. Um, I look at us on as I go, go back to. I look at us on Sunday. I know we play a different way under Mourinho, and um, we're, we're we are we, we do play defensive, but we are coming away with results. So I'd rather come away the way we're playing the results than play another way and not get results. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I understand. Personally, I hope we get the same result we did against Chelsea that we did against Manchester United at Old Trafford. Um, I'm hoping to see. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think we will beat Chelsea on Saturday. Is it Saturday or Sunday? So, uh, Sunday, Sunday, sorry, Sunday. Yeah. I don't, anyway, I think we will beat Chelsea. I think Chelsea will have ninety percent of the possession, but just before half time, Ori will score a goal from a free kick, and we'll hang on and win one nil. We're on a lucky street, winning despite everything. Well, well, I'm sure we'll all take that right now. That's good to hear. Uh, very, very quickly, we've also got this strange game against Ludogorets on Thursday. The Bulgarian champions currently bottom of our Europa League group. As we mentioned on the show a few weeks ago, uh, many of their players tested positive for COVID-19. The latest is 10 of their players are still out. They couldn't oh. even play a game at the weekend in the Bulgarian league because so many of their players are ill. So there'll be a real rag bag of Bulgarian players showing up. Uh, Berbatov playing. Yeah. <laughs> they could try and get Berber to play for them. He might come out as a sub. Yeah, you, you never know. So, I mean, hopefully there we can probably go weaker than uh, in a starting lineup than we hoped. And then the other big news that, that came out yesterday, and, and we still need more uh, meat on the bone. Rob will ask you about this because you're uh, uh, committee Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust. If London is a tier two, which uh, Tottenham I think might be, we could see very early in the new year. Uh, 2,000 fans 
back at the lane. The club sent out a questionnaire today to Spurs season ticket holders and members asking for feedback, uh, whether you'd want to drink, you'd want to eat a pie, how would you get to the game? Uh, personally, Rob, I think the only way this is, and obviously Zoom will be balloted, or will Tottenham go for corporate members? All this we don't know. But it, it's looking very likely that most of us who go will have, what, a 30, 30 to 1 chance of actually seeing some football this season. Yeah, um, I mean, I know, I know as much as uh, you know the per- person on the street, Mike. I know as much as you do, really, at the moment. Um, but yeah, I sort of, I'm changing now to think actually it's quite exciting to hear that. Um, you know, uh, first lockdown, I didn't really want anything to do with football, but now I think that we've, yeah, I think we just need to try and move on if we can do it safely. White Hart Lane, uh, Lane that the new stadium is. It has to be one of the best equipped stadiums in the country to deal with um, this sort of thing. You know, we it's purpose built. It's got wide concourses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we're in a really good position to, to, to do that. I think it's exciting. Phil, I mean, obviously you'd be you'd be delighted to get back, Phil. I mean, two thousand fans at a sixty. I mean, obviously it won't be much for the players, but even you know for the lucky ones that win the ballot, it, it, it's you know the sooner rather than uh, than later, surely, Phil. Well, I read the paper this morning that even if they get 2,000 or 4,000 into the stadium, that they're not allowed to, they're not allowed to cheer. Um, right. <laughs> I, that one. I saw it in the, I saw it in the paper this morning. It said you're not allowed to cheer. Um, you're not allowed to clap. <laughs> and I thought, well, how can they, how can they possibly do that? Well, it'll work. Ask, 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 no, they're not going to. St- How can you have let, let those amount of people into the into the stadium and they can't cheer? And they've got to keep quiet. Yeah, I can't. can't I can't see how they can police that. I can't see how they can police that. No, uh, I can't. I'm, it's got to be a mistake, and I can't. I can't see um, with what they've got to do. I know they're saying four thousand supporters. Um, that um, they were saying as well that um, a lot of clubs it wouldn't wouldn't be in their best interest to do that because they won't make any money whatsoever. They'd be losing money with everything they've got to do to get the game get to um, let the supporters in. Yeah, no, very very true. I mean, saying that Hunter, the club announced um, the club announced yesterday a loss of the last financial year of around £69 million. Daniel Levy said that if we go into next year uh, unable to get fans back, we could be looking at a catastrophic loss of £150 million. Pounds my, for the heart, my heart weeps. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of lockdown, it really was empty stadiums. It was absolutely eerie and strange, and like an empty swimming pool. As the year has gone on, we're now in the second lockdown. If you look around the stadiums, well, Arsenal probably has 2,000 people on the bench. All these coaches, all these physios, all these video assistants have multiplied as the season has gone on. And this <laughs> behind almost all the main, all the main clubs is absolutely filled. They've got their mums and their dads and their aunties <laughs> and their opens. And the gardeners come in. There's almost 2,000. Honestly, there's almost 2,000 people in the stadium these days. So it won't make much difference. But I'm dying for to get back. Yeah. I said it was in the stadium. We, we all are. This, 
<coughs> this is the thing. I mean, it'll be very eerie. Two thousand fans. You, you know, you obviously have some in the corporate lounges. I mean, two thousand fans. Oh. We like one one fan per row, probably. Yeah. Uh, but I think it'll be nice and safe uh, if they have to keep the bars shut. Uh, probably a good idea. I think the one th- main thing they've got to start doing again, I know they try to make the new stadium a no-car uh, ground to get to. They've got to open up, let people drive safely, uh, start parking in, in, in areas that currently there's this ridiculous controlled parking zone. I think they've got to do that if, if they can allow fans back. I, I, for one, wouldn't really want to get on a bus and a train if I can avoid it. It, uh, until there is a vaccine so uh it'll be interesting how they go a uh, very quick hunter well i've got you because um did you see the uh amazon uh documentary on tottenham all or nothing yeah. you didn't I, see it no i can't afford it i'm just a poor old pensioner no i can't be bothered <laughs> <laughs> i'm just spend some of your money you've got i don't watch i don't watch television the only thing I watch on television is the live football. I don't want any of the stuff about the royal family or chess or any films. And therefore, if they're not playing football, I don't really want to hear them or see them. Fair enough. I don't want to see posing and preening and showing off and flashing his teeth and his lovely dry hair. <laughs> Phil, did you did you watch the series? No, I didn't actually. No, no. Oh, I heard a lot about. I've heard a lot of uh, people talking about it, um, and um, someone told me, you know, that I, there's not one person that I know that's watched it uh, didn't like it. Yeah, no, I, mean, I thought I thought it was very. I mean, the reason I asked yeah. Hunter was obviously it's it's the most access the club have have ever given anyone since yeah. Hunter. Back in that's 1971 right. and 1972. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, the extraordinary thing. And and, and, like and we, had, we, had the, we had one of the toughest managers go in, and he let Hunter have a free roll. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter, I mean, you were the age then. Presumably, you were having a kickabout with the players as well, weren't you? Yeah. I In pre-season, I was training with them and going mm. in the back. Phil doesn't remember this. And I went on cross-country runs. and watched all people like Roger Morgan hiding in the bushes and scuttling <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. I think you beat me once, Hunter. It's apparently, but the thing about I did it all those years ago, I really was the fly on the wall. I wasn't being paid. There was nothing in it for the club. I just conned them. Sorry, I just persuaded them into it. Yeah. Whereas now it's an ego trip for Mourinho and it's a massive windfall for Levy and the club. It was a commercial thing, mm. even though I'm sure. I read so many reviews of it and read so many people writing about it. I feel I watched it, <laughs> and I might watch it. One of these days when I'm really, really, really bored, I might yeah, watch it on catch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Rob, you, you're quite a fan of it, weren't you? Yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it, actually. I thought it was... Uh, I th- yeah, I, th- I mean, it, it was soft but it could have uh, it gave people i think a really good insight or, or at least and yeah some degree of insight into what goes on and i thought there was uh, it was quite yeah it was I, I learned stuff from it that i didn't know and i think Mourinho comes across fantastically but then yeah. so does you know i mean he's now his instagram account is is brilliant um i think we're seeing a different side of the guy yes yeah no, absolutely said that actually rob a lot of people i know who watched that said uh they that they didn't realise what he was like until he was actually until they actually done this um, documentary about 
about Tottenham. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a Jose show, really. It's definitely yeah, Jose's show. And he's talented, and he's fluent, and he's witty, and he's uh, in the main self-aware, but not enough. But he's just on an ego trip all the time. Yeah, but Hunter, he's been successful, hasn't he? That's the main thing. Oh, yeah. You know, he's, he's won a lot of trophies. Sorry? Jack, Jack four times. That's not successful. Well, most managers have been in their careers, though, let's be honest, I think. How many, I think my... how many times has Fergie sacked? Yeah, no, true. He was close, but there's very, very few managers. Yeah, uh, yeah. very few managers that that. Uh, and Guardi- uh, Guardiola. Often yeah. Guardiola been sacked. Uh, Klopp. They haven't mm. been sacked yet. Yeah, true, true. Well, we're, guys, we're it's, I just, we're, we're just running out of time, and Hunter, I know you want to get back to the second half of the. Well, you. Well, you might you you might get BT four if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, next week we've got Stuart Mace to return to Simon Dent and the TV presenter Jeff Brazier. If you're on social media, you can follow the Spurs Show on Twitter at Spurs Show, Facebook group and Instagram the underscore Spurs underscore Show. Come and join us there. Uh, for now, Phil, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Rob, hey, th- thank you so much hey, for yeah. joining us again. Pleasure, Hunter, Mike. Hey, yeah. Hunter, lovely to have you back on. Uh, Thank you. Good luck, and hopefully we'll get you on uh, near the end of the season when we maybe we're talking about uh, a championship-winning team. That would be nice. Until the next time, thank you so much for listening at home. Until next week, come on, you Spurs. Wasn't that a great podcast? Now, if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called What Has He Said Now and is available wherever you got this podcast. You're going to lose a number of people to the flu. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply